Django. Django. Hey yo, episode 16, Enter the Lab, Elvis Escobar, Ford Sama. We had a great week last week with two episodes coming out, 14 and 15. 15 with Charlie Dennis was one of our uh, most viewed, most clicked, kind of interactive episode that we've had here on Enter the Lab. So we want to thank him again for not only being on it, but also reposting it oakland roots shout out uh they're actually zero and three since we've been watching them so maybe we need to stop maybe we need to stop watching them a little bit take some time off but it was a great week oh uh, we you know i felt like we as a podcast as a brand as uh you know two individuals being creative uh in this space we really took a you know another step up so appreciate you guys for following new subscribers listeners uh we we kind of go we have flows to our topics and flows to our uh, podcast, but you know we kind of go off raw. We, we we you know we say how we feel. There's no editing involved. So if you're a new listener, somebody that haven't listened to too many episodes or none at all, we appreciate you for listening. Now, how's your week going for it? <laughs> wow! Wow! Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Name out your mouth. Wow, dude. <laughs> it was a G.I. Jane joke. G.I. Jane no joke out your fucking mouth. I'm going to. Okay? I'm going to. <laughs> I could go. Okay. Yikes. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Well, I mean... It already feels like a long week, and it's only Monday. Dude, honestly, I didn't watch that shit because for what? Nobody does. But, bro, (laughs) (laughs) he really did smack the shit out of him. And I don't know. Chris Rock is a way better man than I am. Because, I mean... Ain't no way a grown man is walking up to me and smacking me like alone, like wherever I'm at. But on national television, he held his composure pretty well. So kudos to that. But man, Will Smith is going through it, bro. He's 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 going through it because I feel like that was just him like letting go yeah just letting go of all the jokes and all the roasts and everything that he's been going through in the past few years and chris rock was was just us you know he was like a sacrificial lamb (laughs) (laughs) i will say to backtrack when i first heard it brie told me that what happened and i was like i already questioned it i was like nah it was staged because immediately my thought went to Will Smith does a lot of CGI on his Instagram and TikTok and all that. Over the last couple of years, he's been very known 
to put out well-produced videos, um, which are cool. Whatever. He's got a lot of money. Why, why put out a regular For video real. when you could, you know, put out some craziness? Um, so the first thought without seeing the video, I was like, nah, that it, if it happened, it, I think, I think it's probably some edited. And then I watched it and I immediately, I thought it was fake based on the smack, the way it, it didn't look fluid. It looked too set up, right? It didn't look, I, when I heard he smacked him, I thought they brawled out on live TV. So when I seen it, I was like, oh, that's not a fight. He walked off and then I continue to watch it, watch it. And then I went to social media like everybody else did. And no, everybody was confirming as if it was real. So I had to believe it. But in this world, I love to not believe things because it got a lot in this world. Right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like the whole thing stemmed from, you know, Chris Rock saying a G.I. Jane joke. You know, she she Which suffers even from a, a, it yeah. wasn't that bad. It was a good no. joke. Yeah, she, she suffers from alopecia. You know, it didn't seem Whatever. like she liked the joke too much. Uh, so I guess Will had to do something. But, bruh, like, it's that was that was smack her, heard around the world, bro. Right, that was right? wild. And like, like, and that's that's what that's what set you off, bro. Like, not other dudes like fucking your wife. Like that was cool with you. Like, come on, man. Like you said before, it was the mento. In the Pepsi two liter soda, like it was just that little last one on national TV. Like I said, I'm still keeping a little bit that it's fake, just because I want to be at least consistent to be like, oh, from uh, from the moment I seen it, I thought it was a little sketchy. It's still a little weird when you backtrack it. I broke down. I, I watched. All, I consumed knowing that we were going to record today, Monday night, <laughs> and that happened Sunday night. I knew. We were going to spend at least five, 10 minutes on it. I wanted to watch everything out there and listen to all sides of the story. And it was from, you know, he says a joke. If you're watching on YouTube, we played it uh, so you could see it. If you haven't seen it, if you've been under a rock, basically, right, for the last yeah. 24 hours, 48 hours. But he laughs at the joke. It cuts off of him for like five seconds, and then he walks up. So he laughs before. He does it. He's At the end of the day, he's an actor. So... When people are like, oh, he looked mad. Yeah, okay. He fucking of looks course. mad in movies as well. Yeah. But that second one when he goes, not the keep your name out my my, my, my wife's name out. The second one was like, everybody's yeah. heard that from like their father, you know, at a moment. Like maybe not those exact words, obviously, but like that tone that, oh, I thought he was joking. He's, nah, he's being serious. Or your, or your closest <laughs> friend that like you, you get on him a little bit. And then you he yells at you and you're like ah he's he'll get over it. and it's like oh he's serious about this so there's a lot about the video itself but hey for entertainment purposes let's say it's real let's all pretend it is or it actually is and let's have and we'll have fun conversations about it for the next several months and then Twitter was going crazy man yeah I, I, I love Twitter, Twitter gets their bro. money's worth right there yeah I can't believe that shit's still free bro like. All you got to do literally is just type in Will Smith on Twitter and you see all the memes, all the tweets like the Internet is undefeated, man. Like the the reason I think it was kind of real was because when it cut off, like Tyler Perry and, De and Denzel were, you know, trying to like mediate and, you know, make things yeah. a little bit, bit That's better. That's what made but... me. That was the first step that I believe that it was real. That was the only thing because it wasn't on TV that they did it. It was like a behind the scenes during a yeah. commercial. That was the first thing I seen last night that I go, okay, 
it's not fake or it's not staged because some of it could, my other thought was some of it could have been staged and then maybe they took it to that next level. Maybe he didn't yeah. know what he was going to say, but then they had to do the bit anyway. So like a part of me was like going from not thinking it's real at all to like trying to convince myself that it was because the, let's be honest, the, nobody, no, 95% of the people I talked to, about it today didn't wasn't gonna watch the oscars or didn't plan to and then turned it on after or whatever but yeah it's not out of the question that it could be staged right something like this to raise ratings now all of a sudden the grammys i think are next week people are gonna turn yeah. into the grammys next week because it's like well what, what could see happen? what else while shit happens <laughs> yep yep and then like he went on stage after he got his award and he's talking about like Oh, I'm a huge advocate for love. Motherfucker, you just slapped someone on national television. Don't even do that, dog. Like, yeah, on, right? Like, like, you you, you got upset about somebody ta- embarrassing your wife. Then you went on stage to embarrass somebody else. Like, you can't have it both ways. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like you, yeah, I'm an advocate of love. <laughs> okay. Like, bro, he's a comedian. But he's a comedian. Like, so, yeah, like, you can't. Like, that's his job. It's Chris Rock. Shit, you know him like, for how many? They probably know each other for 40 years, bro. So long. Literally. Yeah, I, that's what's uh, weird yeah. about it, too. It's like, it wasn't a rando. You know, it's Chris Rock. Right. Like, I'm sure, unless there's some behind the scenes thing we don't know, and that was the last drop, but I doubt it. Maybe uh, Chris Rock fucked Jada. Who knows? Shit. Tupac, <laughs> they were saying they were saying i'm not impressed will tupac would have shot him <laughs> bro people like i've said on this program before Yo. people are creative when news breaks entertainment news twitter goes to work now all the everybody's got a phd like, in post all of a sudden yep now all the women are gonna be like yo will you defend me like that like will did to jada yeah. like come Get on out of here. Nah, you <laughs> stop <laughs> all right so we got that over with because obviously it's the hottest topic. That will probably go on. It was trending for like a full fucking 12 hours. And things usually don't trend on Twitter for like more than a few hours because the way, you know, the world works is always the next topic. But Something right now it's number on. three on Twitter. It was number one for the last 12 hours, 16. So it lets you know how many people are still talking about it, creating <laughs> some content. This is also, this is how people go viral. Mm-hmm. People that are creative, that have a page that, hey, I'm funny. I'm witty. Can I put some things together? This is how you do go viral. You create a nice tweet, a nice Instagram post. All of a sudden, you got 100K in like two hours. Two and hours, everybody's yeah. following you, maybe checking out your other shit. So this is a, an, it's an opportunity when entertainment kind of goes south. As soon as it happened, bro, I was like, yo, this is great content, bro. Like, we got this is how we're starting off tomorrow, man. Cause yeah, it was, you hit me up right away. <laughs> got to man that shit was so perfect it was an easy layup easy uh, so yeah so on this episode we're gonna go into some you know NCAA obviously we had the sweet 16 over the last week elite eight now we have our final four talk about that uh some pro hoops obviously the you know Miami Heater they're trending down four game losing streak fighting with each other Kyrie's back, and then we got some football news, soccer news, and then some, you know, shout-outs and all that. But let's get started and keeping that trend of um, some entertainment news. <laughs> One other thing that was going viral, too, la- last week after we recorded was uh, that, as you said that to me, too, uh, that male birth control pill. I'm uh, ready. I'm <laughs> ready. Sign me I'll up. Let you, I'll let you take this <laughs> Yo, like, honestly, like, as long as there's, like, no crazy, like, 
side effects, which I'm sure there's going to be. There's always, anything, always, me. bro. You know, With side effects. Women, might side cause, effects. You don't think, yeah, yeah. Side effects might might cause heart attack, stroke, and maybe death. Like these commercials, <laughs> bro. Like always be getting me seizures in your sleep. Yeah, but hey, I mean, dude, that's that's a great step in just society because there's a there's a bunch of people that are having kids especially now exactly and you know let's be honest let's let's be raw no one likes to use condoms so shit like if we could take this thing and it changes up how how things go and whatnot i'm all for it bro like why not it's it's good i don't know man how it is (laughs) No, but I see people are doing polls like, would you take it? And all the men are saying no. And then women are like, you know, finally, there's there's an alternative. Yeah, but an alternative, I, don't think it, yeah. I don't think it'll be catchy. I mean, uh, what is the procedure that you get the little snipsip? A little vasectomy. Yeah, I didn't want to miss Yeah, and, then, and they, they got reverse ones, too. Like, you can get one and Yeah, you can reverse it. it I don't know? know how you reverse it, by the way. Because you're I cutting no a cord, idea. then you're putting it together. That that seems wrong. Whenever but, uh, I think yeah, of that vasectomy... I always think of that uh, the office scene where you know he he talks about snip snip like snip snip when he has his vasectomy and that he has yeah. to get it reversed and shit. But I bro, did nope. I did learn last week that it is something that you don't have to go under for it. You could do it right there in the doctor's yeah in the, really? the doctor's room. You're not under. It happens. You're like, oh shit! Obviously, they numb the hey. shit or whatever have you. But right, right, right. <laughs> wow, and I don't know why I know so much about it. I got into a conversation yeah. last week. About it, so. Haven't been the same since. Right. Hey, I'm for it, bro. I don't know if I'll take it myself, but uh, no, why not? It's it's a good step in in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, I won't go into details why, I mean, but uh, I'm I'm fine the way things have been going with uh, that performance. But to follow up on a thing that we mentioned last episode, uh, Brittany Griner was somebody that we talked about that. So many people were DMing us, emailing it. Like, it was just crazy. Like, enter the lab. Why aren't you mentioning this topic? It's been going yeah. on for weeks. And we're like, we apologize. We didn't know. Right. So, you know, in a couple group chats, we had to mention it. Brittany Griner was obviously locked down, detained in Russia, playing overseas while there's a war going on. <laughs> and she's fucking smuggling uh, cannabis oils or whatever. There was an update last week after we recorded 14 that she will... Now get help from the U.S. I guess they were cutting off all ties prior to uh, no communication. So now there's been approval to communicate with her in the next several weeks to get going on that situation. So she's already been in there for four, four yeah, weeks. Yeah, she's already. been there so for that's that's for a, a long time now. to have no knowledge, like not know anything and what your life's yeah, going to be for the next whatever. Who knows how long? It's supposedly it's not like a jail or a prison. Like it's it's a labor camp. So, oh, is it like, yeah? So she's like, it's not like she's gonna be like, you know, I guess like chilling or hanging out isn't the right word yeah. for, for jail or prison. But They're putting them to work, huh? Yeah, labor camp don't sound fun. Like, you know, I, I, that that's got to be worse than jail, especially in Russia. I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know how the, I, I don't know how prisons in Russia are, but I know in America it's, you know, if you're in a private. If you're in a private prison, you're looked at as like a an, an asset, as a commodity. So they put you to work. They want to make they're making money off you already by having you yeah. in there, and then they they put you cheap labor. There's there's a couple documentaries. I know um, John Oliver uh, had a few segments about how he's really good. How fucked John up the Oliver's prisons. Awesome. Yeah, 
when yeah. when he goes on in a topic um, and covers it for like 15 minutes of the episode, you really learn some shit. So I learned a lot about American prisons, and I, I can't imagine what a labor camp would be like in Russia. Russia, nah, bro. <laughs> Those are hardworking humans outside of jail. <laughs> I can't imagine what they'll make them do inside of jail. Nah, I'm, I'm not with it. I, I hope everything works out good for her. Like, you know, we, we get our jokes off and everything like that. But at the end of the day, she, she's an American citizen. They should bring her back. And it's free. Grinder. We got to figure something. Yeah, free grinder. So I hope it works out for her. And, you know, she she's able to come back in in some adequate amount of time. Absolutely. So we'll keep you posted. We said on uh, 14, we'll keep you posted whenever things evolve. Cause I know a lot of you guys have, uh, you know, have been begging for us to cover that. And, and we're, you know, we're, we're men of all people. <laughs> uh, I was going to say a couple letters, but I, I don't, I can't name all the letters that we're Listen, supporters bro. of, but we're, you know, all the that L's, all the G's, all the B's, all the A all and the T's. Yeah. That's the, we support. Nuts. Yeah. Uh oh, last thing that I wanted to mention. That was a that was, I thought that was a cool gesture that came out and it was trending for uh, uh most of the day last week was Nike and Vanessa uh Bryant with Mamba sneakers and Nike had a deal which there was a lot of controversy after obviously when somebody of his caliber which not only he was in like almost the prime of his life. You know, you take his basketball career, what he was doing on the court, because he didn't wasn't able. He was so consumed by on the court, Kobe Bryant, that he didn't do much off the court. You know what I mean? He wasn't right. one of these guys. He wasn't an entrepreneur. He might have. He, I think he was doing the writing thing towards the end of his career. But like when for the ninety five percent of it, he was all in on the court. He wasn't be, seeking out any vent, uh, ventures, business ventures that he had to have a real hands-on approach in. And, you know, when he died, I mean, after he retired, he was really starting to hit the peak of his life then, like giving back to you know women of basketball and doing all these great things. So there was a lot of controversy with, you know, his assets, what Nike's going to do, who's going to take advantage of his death with making profit off. So I thought it was really cool that Nike and Vanessa, I think it may have been a long-term or a lifetime deal or something, but they're going to do something in collab to create a sneaker for both, um, What's his daughter's name? So, uh, Gigi. Gigi and uh, Kobe, they're going to do a, a sneaker. They're going to probably produce some, obviously, some Mamba. You know, the, that word and that brand is uh, was huge before, but it, it became a, now it's a mentality. Now it's probably going to be a college, uh, you yeah. know, lesson. But uh, that, I, that was pretty cool when I seen that, you know. Goodbye, Nike, even though they do a lot of bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think they really had another choice, to be honest. I mean, like, yeah, you have to do that. Got to get that. Done. Yeah, you, you got to do something. I mean, it's Kobe like he I don't really want to say held your brand for so long because it's Nike, but he was a, a big part of it, a main part of it. I think you could say probably just under Braun, you know, as far as yeah. Nike basketball say sneakers go, you know, so it's only right that they do something. I'm sure it's going to help out Vanessa and that estate and their family. So yeah, it's, it's a good gesture, but on both parties, it's mutual benefits. So I'm all for it. I mean, I'm going to try and get some of those sneakers, even though it's probably going to be impossible to get, but Hey, I'm all, I'm all for it. I like it. It's, it's a good thing for Nike. They're only going to benefit from it. So. Yeah. It was, it's one of those things where, you know, they, they probably, you know, Kobe was pretty good with, 
uh, I'm sure his business off the court after he retired or on the way out, and he obviously made a shit ton of money, they would have been good as an estate or as a family for years to come. That's not a question. But you hope that when in somebody's passing like that, that was a tragedy, that somebody, some entity or many entities aren't taking advantage of the name, of the death. And you hope that, quote unquote, advantage, because it's weird to use that word when somebody passes, but that the person benefiting most is the family, you know, and the, and the, and the children he left behind. So I thought that was very cool. Um, I rock Nike only, obviously <laughs> I have a Adidas hat on. I have whatever this shirt is, but 98% of my wardrobe is Nike, but uh, you know, they, they have slave labor and stuff like that. Just I do just, it. I just overlooked the slave labor and <laughs> everybody you know, got conditions. slave labor now. Yeah, but I, my, my feet, my feet look fresh. So yeah. I look over those uh, small little details in humanity. Let's see. Yeah. And let's go into obviously what's been buzzing, what's been going on over the last, what was that last Thursday? When did the bracket start? Two weeks ago? I lost all track of time. Yeah. I lost track of time too. I, I want to say like, maybe like, yeah, two weeks ago, week and a half. Two, two weeks. So when we recorded right. four. When we recorded 14, it was going on into the first and second rounds, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, we talked about that a little bit. Obviously, the main topic that we didn't get to talk about on 14 that has since evolved was uh, St. Peter's, Peacocks, New Jersey, New York. It played in New Jersey, but they got a lot of New York ties to it. So give me your feedback from, you know, you were watching intently with uh, Bet the Four Picks and stuff like that. So talk to me about that experience and how great that fucking – team was to get where they uh wanted up dude that that run was just nothing short of improbable amazing i mean all the adjectives you want to add on to it like they beat kentucky which <laughs> was a lot of people's champion myself included they beat purdue which purdue was a top ranked team they were number one for a while they were they were top five pretty much the whole season so it's not like they beat like smaller schools like they are they, they beat like these top you know good schools and they had good coaching i mean we already know he, he's going to seton hall shaheem so that that kind of happens all the time whenever these smaller schools make, make these runs their, their coaches kind of end up leaving which more power to them they, they got to make their money they do a good job and they got to figure things out but bro like the fact that they had to go out and like ask permission to get like a thousand dollars to like travel and you know make sure that they're there for, for the game like that's kind of crazy yeah. bro like you're, you're, you're a university you're still an establishment at the end of the day like that's something you got to get done when you don't expect i mean when the when the director or the sports director don't expect them to go to anything past the first round it's all yeah. new to them like oh shit yeah. we got to buy more hotels oh wait you want again we got to get a we got to fly you where yeah. it's like yeah. it's all new to a place like that obviously the 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 blue blood colleges and universities have that they, you know got in that, their yeah. their routine but these small what do they say the enrollment was like 1500 oh i'm not sure i, I didn't anyway, hear it but, i think i heard yeah. 1500 um in there super small basically a high school there's yeah. most high schools are are bigger than that okay yeah i'm excited for it you know we kind of touched a little bit about it uh when we talked about it last time but it's just the parody in, in college basketball now like mm-hmm. these kids like they they just go anywhere now. Like, hey, I, I could go to this, you know, like you said, blue blood school and I might not get playing time. I not I might not figure it out, but I can go to a smaller school and ball out. And the transfer portal has opened up. It's it's a lot more flexible now. So it, it's only more fun for us as fans because we get to see more, more teams and 
you know, upsets are fun. <laughs> upsets are really fun. And there was a you lot of them, bro. Everyone loves an underdog. So I'm cool with it. Like that, that run was awesome. I hope we get to see more of it. Yeah. My Canes almost pulled it off. They had, they, you know, they got to their first elite eight in, in uh, school history. That that was pretty big. And I thought, I thought we were going to pull it off, but second half, I don't know what the boys did in the locker yeah. room. <laughs> you, you didn't come out the locker room on that one. Nope. It's like when I text you the other day, when the Nets were playing the, the heat. Hey man, uh, second half, I'm waiting for the other <laughs> team bitch. to show up. <laughs> that's it. That, uh, yeah. That's what, uh, that's what Kansas was doing. They were waiting for, uh, for y'all to show up, but. Uh, yeah, years ago, I mean, over the last, what, I would say within the last decade, you know, the March Madness has really become a, they started to market that a lot. You know, before it was always known, you know, they would throw around the name. Now, when, I mean, I've had a couple people in, in group chats that are girls that are like, hey, you guys coming over for March Madness? Not like the <laughs> tournament, not the NCAA. Like, they don't know yeah. what. It is. They just know March Madness is basketball and it's college. Like those are the three and maybe a bracket. Right. But it's just crazy how that name has overcome the entire thing. And we talked about Cinderella stories with uh, back in the day, you know, 90s, 2000s, like Cinderella, like the first 12 seed, the first 10 seed, 8 seed to go to the Elite Eight. Now it's a 15 seed is almost is is in the Elite Eight, almost contender within you know, 10, 15 points of going to uh, the final four. That's wild. I mean, first team in my, um, wa- me watching uh, basketball, college basketball was Butler. And they did it a, f- a yeah, couple I times. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, with Gordon That Hayward. was like the, that was one, right? That was one of the biggest ones that went to a final yeah. four. Yeah. And they went lost, to a championship. They lost a, yeah, they lost to Florida. Yeah. They lost to Florida and then lost to Duke in the championship, right? I think so. I believe so. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, because I, I think they lost to Duke by like a half court shot that almost went in, um, and then they lost yeah. that game. Look it up just to count it because I want to make sure we're uh, we're spot on with that. But yeah, there's no more Cinderellas like because it happens so often. There can't be Cinderella story when there's eight of them going on in a bracket. You know <laughs> what I mean? So it's just like an everyday thing. They got to come up with new terminology now because the Cinderella stories that's every year. So it's no longer like a cool thing to use. March Madness, it's fucking March chaos at this point. You know, it's not even. We got to come up with something else, but it's a yeah. They they went they went to uh two championships back to back. They lost. Come on, no, they didn't. Yeah, 2010 they they lost to Duke, and then uh, 2011 they lost to uh, UConn. They did not. Are you sure those are both championship games? Yeah, Butler. Looking at it, I'm looking at it right now. I'll share the screen. Holy yeah. fuck. Yeah. That, that is. Was, that was both Gordon Hayward's years. I, I'm. It has to be. Yeah. That That's crazy. Dude was a baller. Yeah. They, uh, they're a bunch of dogs literally over there. Look right here. 2010 national championship game. Number one, Duke L. They lost by two. Oh my God. That was the buzzer. Yeah. That was the yeah. one that he chucked it up at half court and it, it, and it literally almost went in. It yep. almost went in. And yep. then the and next then, uh, year, what? He lost to UConn. That was probably Kemba Walker year. Yeah. Nuts. Wow. Oh, shout out Butler, bro. For real. Back to back? That's crazy. Yeah, they, they went from – and they were – Didn't a 16 you know, beat a one seed? Yeah, a that's happened a couple I, – I remember it, it never happened before like 2005, and then it's happened like three or four times since. 
it's it's one of those wild stats that it never happened before like 10 12 years ago and then it's happened a few yeah, times since they uh they beat virginia uh university of maryland baltimore county the retrievers oh yeah i remember that yeah 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 it wasn't even the university of maryland university of maryland baltimore county right 12th street <laughs> 12th street yeah becoming <laughs> the first 16 seed to be the number 1 seed yep 2018 what, what year was that 2018 20 20- 18. Wow. I thought, yeah. and it's only happened once since. Yeah. I thought only it's once. happened a couple of times. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it I hasn't think, happened. That... I think like 14 seeds have been, have beat three seeds okay. and like, you know, like 13 yeah, seeds crazy. beat four seeds a lot. Um, But 16 over one, I think that was, I'm pretty sure that's the only one time. Yeah. Yeah. But so, bro, 15 seed going all the way to the elite eight. That's, that's nuts. That's wild. Wow. Yeah, and then you got teams like uh, UNC who U, uh, UNC who hasn't shown promise much all year. You know they've had their moments, but a disappointing year with a brand new head coach taking over a legacy. You know, trying to push the program uh, forward. All of a sudden, now they're in the Final Four playing Duke. So it's like it's crazy how you have these different narratives of of wow. each team's like a 15 seed going from nothing to something to UNC who's supposed to be good that was way underperforming and then you get the no all the number one seeds except for no all the number one seeds are out or kansas was except one. kansas is the only one kansas plays okay Villanova. so gonzaga once again were uh they you know, do it always, every year bro there'll be those every buffalo year. bills you know the buffalo bills went to like four super bowls in a row never won one of them it's just they get there they give him the number one scene basically every single year if not every other year and they can't they can't they, capitalize they, on that. They, they're doing Gonzaga an injustice because they're in some sorry-ass conference and they don't play, like, good competition. So, like, and they yeah, have great course, draft picks. Always, yeah. Top top like, five guys, top ten guys every year, and they just can't put it all together. I don't know, man. It's hard to win in March, dude. It, it's hard to, like, get to a Final Four. Like, I know we talk about Absolutely. it saying, like, some of these coaches only got one or, or two, but, man, like – just getting there is hard, bro. Like some of these kids, we, we talked about it. Some of these kids, like this is their their shining moment in, in basketball. Like they're they're not gonna make it to the league. They're they might not get drafted. So they're going all out, you know, no breaks to to try and win. So it only makes sense. It's it's fun to watch. I, I think that's the appeal to it, because it's one and done. That's it. Yeah, one and done. Any anybody could have a, you know, great game, game of runs, all that, you know, the women's uh, side of things have been exciting. I, I haven't been watching it, but like I did last year because I was in the bubble. Uh, but I have been, you know, whenever it comes up on the on on the feed or some, I'll, I'll pay attention. UConn's playing NC State right now. When this when we wrap up this, I'll probably throw that on one of the TVs because I like to watch Paige uh, do her thing. I like her <laughs> as a as a woman athlete. I'm trying to look at. So we got Duke UNC Final Four against Kansas and Villanova. Yeah, so Villanova that's just be lost on... one of their better players with his Achilles yeah. tear. I told Ugh. you when I was watching it live, I texted you immediately because uh, we were having some people over on a Saturday. And because of Kevin Durant, I'm super familiar with um, Achilles injuries. I've like, because I wanted to know when he would come back. I wanted to know who had him. So I like looked into so many of them. The two things I told is you, when an Achilles pops and they have good footage of it, it looks like they pull their calf. Their calf literally 
ripples. Yeah, it just jiggles. And so that's how you know. And also, the second thing you know is, I, and Rex Chapman on uh, Twitter confirmed this. I said it to somebody I was sitting next to, and then I went on Twitter and I seen it was, you turn around immediately because it feels like somebody shot you in your leg. If you watch him, he takes that one step to go, and before and the, the Achilles ruptures, immediately, before he hit the ground, he went to go turn around to, like, yeah. the referee almost, as if, and Kevin Durant said the same thing when he popped his. He was like, yeah, it felt like somebody, like, stepped on my foot, like, stepped Ugh. on the back of my heel. That's what it feels like. Obviously, it feels h- harsher than that or harder than that, but I seen that, and that sucks because he was, he was one of their main players, their ball handlers, right? Yeah. It was, like, him and uh, Gillespie. Who's like a fifth year senior or something like that. So yeah, is he a white dude? Sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, he's a white. Those white, <laughs> those white boys, those white boys began. Five, they always show up in the tournament, dog. They always show uh, up in the tournament. They're so though. good, dude, man. These white kids like, be hooping in the NCAA. It's, it's dude, like I feel like in the NBA, like game gets faster and more athletic, bro. That's yeah, what it so is. you know it's gonna make sense, but like in college, like. If you're like composed, if you if you play organized basketball, if you're a well-coached team, like that takes over, you know, just being a freak athlete. And mm-hmm. Villanova is that's because you that's got a system the way played. the play is. Yeah, it's a slower paced game. If you have a system, you work the ball around people. There's no one-on-one play. There's no James Harden getting the ball and pick and roll. It's not a pick and roll isolation. That's not how you play. That's why a lot of these coaches go to the NBA in a different style and they can't coach them. And they're older and they know more. You know, you got the guy that's 32 years old that's trying to get another contract that plays selfishly. You're not getting that in college. In college, everybody's equal. Everybody's trying to play well first. And then also how many of us can get to the league. And that's why some coaches don't translate properly to the NBA because it's a mentally, physically – uh, maturity, emotionally, it's all different. I got some anything to news. add on. Uh, God, it doesn't have to do with what we're talking about. It was Will, Will oh, okay. Smith posted something on Instagram. Ooh, you, oh, can you an, show an, it? An apology, short sorts. Uh, yeah, put it up. It. We're breaking news. Maybe uh, somebody will listen to this 12 hours from now. And uh, oh, this is the first I hear of it. I feel fancy. I got a wine aerator now. I only use it what is now. that? Shit, oh, come on, dog. Come this on, guy. You ain't, I know you ain't French. <laughs> Definitely not. Right here. Violence in all forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are part of the job. But a joke mm-hmm. about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I am embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There's no place for violence in a world, in a world of love and kindness. I think there's one more slide. Yes, there is. I would also like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show and all the attendees and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply re- regret that my behavior has sustained what I was been otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us i am a work in progress <laughs> sincerely will <laughs> dude that's like something you write to your girlfriend after she catches you cheating on you yeah that sounds like <laughs> when, when i when i get when i get brie mad all Go of a sudden on, i can articulate words properly and everything I am a just work comes, in progress <laughs> yeah everything just sounds really good uh when i dude. fucked up 
Yeah, that's that sounds what it that that's about what it sounds like. Um yeah, breaking news. So breaking we won't news. go right. more into it. It was good that yeah. we appreciate for you for saying that. We'll uh put that on the timestamp that you know, breaking Dude. news. Will Smith, Duke and UNC in the final four, man. I mean, who didn't think Coach K was going to get to the final four in his last year? Like, you would, come on, bro. Yeah, you would think, you would think so, right? His career has been uh, like bro. that, very poetic, very. Of course, this happens, um, but hey, I'm glad it did because I'm a UNC fan, and uh, I didn't think they were going to get to this point. I thought they would um, lose. Probably right. I think I had them right before the Elite uh, Sweet 16 or maybe just getting into it, but I didn't think they had enough. I, I didn't think they were consistent, but um, they're hooping. Caleb Love putting up 30, but step back threes, hooping. So good for them. Duke, you know, now it's all up to them. Will it be one of those historic runs of Coach K's last game? Will be him bawling his eyes out? I don't want to see that personally. I'm not... I'm going to go against seeing a great story and a great historic. I don't care if he wins. It doesn't make me more uh, feel no, you want more about his career. Win. He's the GOAT anyway, as far yeah. as college basketball. But And then on the other side, your Miami Hurricanes don't come out in the second half, get beat by Kansas. Rest Kansas, Kansas squad, they're athletic. Yeah, Kansas they, always got an athletic team, bro. Dude, always. They always have that, and then they always have like a big man. You know, They can just dominate in the paint. Yeah, they and usually do. That's where we kind of they're fell known apart. for like point guards and big men. Yeah, we we just first half like we we were hooping. McGusty was hitting everything like he was getting to his spots. Second half they they shut that down. There was a lid on the basket. We we couldn't we couldn't drive. We couldn't score. They were denying him the ball. I mean, I'm I'm never one to blame refs. I hate that just because it's it is what it is. You don't let refs dictate the outcome of the game, but. Of course, mm, there were some uh, questionable calls and, you know, some ticky tacky fouls going on that, you know, NCAA saw, hey, we can have UNC, Villanova, Duke and Kansas in the final four. Either way, right, it's let me be get a great championship, you know? right? So, Either yeah, way. it doesn't matter. We all I mean, win. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be good. I have noticed that four. they let them play for out of 40 minutes. They let them play for about 30 minutes of the game. And then I noticed the last 10, eight minutes. It's a different ball game they're calling. Yeah, everything's yeah a, like everything's the last a, five minutes of the half, they just like you drive in the paint. It's a charge. Like I've yeah. never. It's a charge. No matter how you're set up, it's a charge. And then if you drive in the in the paint, depending on who you are, like the game I was watching, Baylor UNC, bro. Baylor came back from twenty five down. We got uh, UNC had uh, the white dude got With uh, ejected from the game. From yeah. uh, it was a harsh elbow. Shouldn't have been an ejection. And then Caleb Love fouled out. So we had to play the last eight minutes without two of the starters, and uh, they came back. They were just driving the whole time. And, hey, good for them for knowing, you know, the flow of the game. You drive, you get fouled. But they were getting so many N1s. Every every other possession was N1s, and it was crazy because it's like, man, these refs are really dictating this game. I like that you let them play for the most of it, and then you're calling charges and N1s every, every play. And I've seen that with the TCU game in Arizona. That was a great epic game. There's been some more games this tournament that stood out to me. Uh, that I'll remember for a very long time than other years before. Maybe because I've been watching more because of the pod. I don't know. What up? How's your bracket? My bracket's busted. Yeah, no, that that's never that's never been a thing. It's funny. I, I checked it every other day just for entertainment purposes. Out of thirty three thousand members in the Pat McAfee Bonanza two I was twenty two k. So I didn't stand the chance. 
Yeah. So uh, that wraps up uh, NCAA. We'll have the final four. What is it? Saturday is the both games back to back, I think. And then it is Monday for the championship game, I believe. Your That's boy, your boy's me. still on 98th percentile, baby. I don't on know what? how, but in the bracket. You bracket brazy? On which one? On the. Uh... The only one I made. Oh, yeah. 90. Which one is 90, that? ESPN? 98. Yeah, 98 percentile. Damn, dog. She. Hash Brown, but the four BTF fade the four. You feel me? We'll get you into that me? in a minute. Uh, let's finish up hoops. So we'll just run by it. You know, we don't want to spend too much on, on sports because sports isn't, you know, it's taking almost a backseat to some of the other <laughs> stuff we got going on in the world. But um, the Nets beat the Heat handily. Uh, Kyrie's back to playing uh, home games. About Miami time. Miami beat them by 90. You guys lose four in a row. This man guys... said by 90. <laughs> oh, by 90? By 30? <laughs> Uh, I felt like 90. Vito was telling me to turn the game off every time. I was Yo, like, yeah, let me enjoy this. We don't get too many listen, of these blowouts. When Andre Drummond said the Tyreek Hill peace sign, I was like, yeah, it's yeah. a wrap. Andre Drummond getting steals and dunking on us. Get me out of here. But like I said, these are the dog days. You know, you guys were consistently in first. Now the Celtics out of nowhere. They went there 9-1 in the last 10. They're hooping. They just lost their Ooh. starting center, though. Uh, Robert uh, Will- Williams. Williams, yeah. Um, Dude, to, he's out for good. the year. They're good. solid, but that, that affects their team right there. That big guy in the paint that he blocks so many shots, bro. He is very, I think they drop because of he's somebody that nobody talks about. Like if you don't watch hoops, you won't know about him. But like, if you watch their games, this guy, I know when the Nets play him, he's blocking every shot. He's, he's a big body. And I think he's crucial to their defense. And that's what their and, backbone is defense. Yeah. And he helps when, you know, those two slashers are, are driving in. He's, Moving mm-hmm. people out the paint, like Tatum gets a lot of his points driving in. A lot of, and lot of easy alley oops. Yep. So it's going to affect. I them. think that's going to be big for yeah, them. But and, just, uh, just the fact that they were able to move up from, I think they were like six, seven they, seed or bro, something. We were now they're first. We were when we were hitting that tail end, fifth and sixth seed after like we lost a, a, a lot of games, and then KD started coming back before we dropped into playoff. They were still behind us. We were fifth and sixth, and they were seventh, and that was a month ago. Like, they just went from seventh to first in just maybe a little over than a month. It's crazy. So, heat dropped down. Heat are fighting. I think uh, it's it's going to be make or break, I think, for the for the heat. I think, yeah. like, they played so well with, with injuries. They got to the first, first place. They were in it for a month or two after the Nets dropped out. And now it's like – yeah, they're fighting, but it's like either they're gonna go on a run, or they're gonna—they're meant for disaster. I don't think there's an in between. That's not biased. That's not me trying to hate. It's just like no, they're no, in no. that now. They're now in that in between where it's like, are they gonna get it done and take this and fuel them, or are they cooked and something upsetting is gonna happen round one? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, when that whole Jimmy Butler, Eric Spolcher thing like started going off on social media, like I thought that was going to be a good thing because sometimes you get in these fights with, with your teammates and, and coaches and stuff. And, you know, that, that sparks something in, in the locker room and it just makes you play better. But, mm-hmm. dude, just they're not defending. They're they're not scoring. Like, Jimmy, Jimmy, it sucks to say this, but when Jimmy is our best scorer, we don't play well. Like it, it, it doesn't make any sense to me because he's supposed to be your franchise star. He's supposed to be your best player, but when he's he's our highest scorer, 
we always seem to lose as of recently. And it just, it kind of pisses me off. Cause like you need to, you need Bam to be your higher scorer. You need Tyler hero, like to be your higher scorer to, to win a he game. He has way too many games that he has like, he's like four for 16 with like four point. Like it's just, he has too many of those. Like that, that's yeah. in the playoffs. You need to shoot efficiently. Unless you're playing extremely great defense, which the Heat are capable of, it always comes down in the fourth quarter. Who could put the ball in the net? Yeah, it's and it's going to be. Tough. That's your. Pro- I think that's your problem. I think you guys, the incons- Tyler here is your best scorer, which is yeah. insane. Like pure <laughs> scorer, like one, and then there's like go get me a bucket, and I can't see many people. You know, Bam's got talent. I'm not taking anything away. For those who are listening, I watch a lot of Miami Heat, so I'm I'm. I'm with you they, on this. I'm, I'm, they don't I'm have biased, that Hooper. They don't have that like not many Hoopers. Hooper that's going to go. Kyle Larry's older. Jimmy Butler, yeah. is, he's inconsistent. Bam, he could, you know, he's one of those. You know, as a big man, you don't control too much. Joel Embiid and Jokic are the only, and and Giannis are the only three out of the whole league that when they have the ball, things are changing, things are moving. Bam is ta- as talented as they, those guys are, but something happens where you just close out on him and let everybody else try to beat you. So. It's unfortunate because Bam, I'm a huge fan of Bam. Yeah, like I like Bam. He's he's good. Oh, he's he's got so a talented. Future. Yeah, they got to figure yeah, it need, out. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're gonna do. You know, just Jimmy asking Spolstra if they're gonna fight, like, and then UD getting into it. Like, it didn't look good, but wild. Hey, that heat culture, man. <laughs> we got to get it heat together. <laughs> we got to get it together. Let's get it. So uh, let's see. Let's jump quick topics on NFL because there's not much going on, but I wanted to mention a few topics. Tyree Kill to the Dolphins. How do you feel about it? We're the fucking fastest offense in the NFL, bitch. Let's go. I'm hype. I know Vito okay. bought season tickets. <laughs> Vito is the most named person Immediately. on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, as he should. But hey. If yeah. I was his financial advisor, I would not approve a lot of things he'd be doing. But go ahead. He's living life. Got to respect it. Hey, you know, that's that's one of those moves that you got to make when, you know, you, you've been a fan of, of a franchise for 20 years. I've been watching the Dolphins since I was like eight, nine years old. And, like, that's a kind of move that, you know, you, you want your team to make always. And for them to, you know, get a player of Tyreek Hill's caliber, not only is he fast, but, like, He's he's good, bro. Like he can kick return, punt return, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's a game changer. Yeah, hundred percent. And you you made other moves. You strengthened the O line. You brought in some good running backs, Chase Edmonds and Mostert. You know, you brought in another receiver. So it, it's all honestly, it's all in Tua's hands now. Like <laughs> there's no excuses for that dude. Like you got to mm-hmm. show up and, and perform now. You got like, an offensive lineman. I don't yep. know if you just mentioned yeah, uh, that there, Armstead, but... yeah, from the Saints. Yeah, so, so it's like when you say no excuses, you got a lineman, which sometimes you get a one, you get one lineman, and it affects everybody else to step up. So that kind of has you don't have to get five new line people because right. your line sucks. You just get one or two, and it sets a tone, yep. and then a weapon. Shit, yeah. you, like you said, it's two a time now, boy. Dude, I feel like that offense is just going to be a lot of run zone runs, like th- like the 49ers were doing, and like short screens wide receiver screens, like a lot of like halfback screens. And it's just, well, your, your new head coach comes from San Fran where they were very yep. creative in their offense when he, while he was there. So yep. if you're going to, you're going to see some probably you're, you'll get a good mix. You'll get, cause Jimmy G when he was in, uh, in that offense, very conservative, 
wasn't bombing the ball, wasn't doing anything crazy. But There's no need for they that. aren't they aren't afraid to put they're not going to be afraid to put Tyreek Hill in the Wildcat or or yep. or as a running back. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's got to be exciting because uh, as a Giants fan, we get none of that. We are <laughs> a fucking run up the middle for two yards, throw a slant. Like we are not exciting as a football team on offense. So I will be watching and consuming a lot of Miami Dolphins. Uh, this year more than ever. Yeah, we, we play the Packers at home this year, so if everything aligns in, in the stars right, I will be at that game just to see Aaron Rodgers and, you know, to see what we got. So, Yeah, I already put in my bid. I'm hyped for the Dolphins. It's 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 going to be a good year for us, hopefully, but it just seems like this happens every year. You know, we, we make a few moves or whatnot. You know, everyone starts drinking the Dolphins Kool-Aid and then they just underperform, but – we got some good talent. We got some game-changing players. So it feels a little bit different this coming season. Yeah, everybody wants to die. I feel like, you know, it's only the Dolphin ha- fans that we hate. It's not the Dolphins uh, either team or, you know, everybody wants the Dolphins to do good in general nationwide. I feel like it's one of those uh, feel good and then an excuse to go out and party, right? Like if the Dolphins are 8-2 and two this season, my life changes in a better way because I'm going out oh, to yeah. football games now. Friends that I know that are Dolphin fans want to go hang, like hang out. So it affects my life in a way where, it, hey, it's only for the positive. I don't root for them, but like, hey, I'll go out and grab some beers and and then go watch the Dolphins game if it's meaningful. So I, I definitely root for them because they don't affect my team. So uh, I won't, you know, because other group chats will call us out on it. I'm not a Dolphins fan, but I I, I, I loathe them. You know, I look I look forward to their success, so it benefits me and benefits his podcast. Yep. Most important, I got I got some NFL breaking news. We NFL breaking, breaking news. news. Hit me with yeah, it. Uh, this is from at TMZ, so it's a verified source. If you can say <laughs> they're <that>. never wrong. <laughs> the NFL is now requiring all 32 of its teams to hire either a minority or a female to their offensive staffs. Why just offensive? Why not defensive? Like, why not? Why not also LGBTQ? Plus eight, yeah. Someone said, why not just pick the best person for the job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude, yeah. obviously, that's, that's serious and good. Uh, overall, we definitely support as uh, minorities ourselves for yeah. those who only listen that don't know what our faces look like. But we're, we're uh, yeah, look at us. Uh, we're not passing many. Li- I'm not passing many lineups. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting a point, <laughs> point a finger at me. I might have done that. Uh, but, you know, it's always good to have that diversity. And, and as the world evolves and, and we grow as a society, we will need that. But, you know, there's always that that point of are you doing it for the right reasons? Are you doing it just because formality? It should always go to the best qualified. You as a company, as a business, you should never give it to somebody because somebody's a female or a minor- minority. You should your first step in running anything. Uh, is this person qualified and are they the best out of the three options or four options or five? So hopefully teams, I don't know. We live in a world, a weird world where, you know, sometimes if you're, if your franchise is tanking and not doing well, you might have to uh, hire somebody that's not qualified to get some good PR on your side. You know right. what I mean? A little switch up. It's just the world we live in, you know, you're looking up anything else. No, no, I was I was reading a little bit of the other comments and replies. No, keep doing that, please. This is why I like because I'm doing so much with looking down at topics and keeping the flow going and other things. I need you to do what you're doing. 
be distracted a little bit while I talk a lot. <laughs> Someone said why. the Browns hiring a female on staff would be rich. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, there's so many good yeah. jokes I could tell. Dude, once we get rolling oh and we got like gosh, more than maybe, bro. you know, once we start getting into a million views, because we have a, at least a thousand right now and a thousand subscribers. If you're looking at, you know, if you're looking at our YouTube, don't judge us off the number. But That's then we start, we could start going into more like probably what we want to talk about. But, you know, we're keeping it nice, keeping it PG, PG 13 on this podcast for everybody else because, you know, don't want to offend anybody. But yeah, so. Cleveland Browns, Deshaun Watson. We'll see if that makes sense. We'll see if he gets accused of any other civil suits or just keep your hands in your pockets, bro. <laughs> keep your hands in your pockets. That's it. Uh, Detroit Lions on NFL Hard Knocks, which is uh, pretty cool because that head coach is wild as fuck and he should be a very good time. What's his name? Oh, with the former Dolphins dude? Is it Dan Campbell? Yeah, what's his name? Dan Campbell. This is where I got you. I don't remember names. Fucking Dan Campbell. Hey, Dan look. Campbell, he drinks I, I like, a lot of coffee. I like, I like Dan Campbell when he was with us. He was our interim coach. So, you know, I'm with it. He seems like somebody that might have hit the bag with that other dude a couple times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, for sure. Definitely. You know, man, he says he does a lot of coffee, but <laughs> oh, when coffee ain't working. Gotta try, gotta try some other stuff. They both you know make I mean? you go to the bathroom pretty quick, so. They do dietary. It's uh, you know, that black powder and that white powder. But um, yeah, Lions on Hard Knocks should be good. Is uh, this is um, Jared Goff's second time on Hard Knocks. The last time he was with uh, Rams, Rams and Chargers were on Hard Knocks, which is a pretty good season. It was during COVID, but them having two teams during COVID kept it interesting because you know they showed how both of them were battling through COVID uh, mini camps, and then obviously you had. A lot more personalities to look at, but that should be fun. And then the other NFL news, the Bills get a new stadium in upstate New York, which is pretty dope. Um, they needed it. They needed it. Yeah. <laughs> they still got like sure. bleachers. <laughs> they, I mean, they're one of those old franchises that have always been that I don't want to use the word. They've always been relevant, but they've always been talked about in a, I, they haven't gotten to the big game and won it because they've gotten to the big game in the 80s and 90s and just couldn't cash in. They've had great players come through their fr franchise organization. They just haven't put it together. So good for them for you know getting a new stadium, I believe. I'm trying to look at that. Adam Schefter tweeted it, but maybe it was somebody else uh, because they broke it down. Who's paying for that stadium? It's like the public are out of tax dollars is paying for most of it. And then the organization, the NFL plays pays for like 200 mil of it. It's crazy. I didn't know break down. Like sometimes these stadiums, obviously the NFL paying for it benefits them in the long run. Cause they get sometimes depending oh, on yeah. Buffalo, New York is going to get a super bowl, but they benefit it from, you know, the, the revenue that comes from it and stuff like that. But uh, that's always good for them. So any other sports news? Uh, I'm wearing my USA jersey from i think it's walmart it's like 10 bucks that i bought a few years ago they beat panama they're not qualified for the world cup yet but they're basically a half a step away all they got to do is take care of business next game basically don't lose six nothing i think the qualifications <laughs> and they'll be in the world cup obviously the next world cup for people who don't know is in north america by north america canada mexico 
United States are all hosting. So that's why I said North America, not just America. Uh, so all three of those countries will have games. They'll spread them out. That'll be fun. Uh, 2026. 2026, North America. Looks like USA will be in. And I think uh, Vito told me that they'll have some games in the closest to us or me is um, in uh, Florida. So Jacksonville, Tampa, I think maybe Ooh, I'm there. now that you're in Georgia, they might do some things in the dome over there, new, new arena. So never know. They must have some indoor games and shit. ATL shit. Yep. yep. And uh, yeah, let's go into ending sports. Let's go into bet the fort. Talk to me about, you know, tell the people, obviously who people who didn't listen or whatever, Bet the four got a new page. It's yep. been, you know, highly successful not only in the picks he's making, but also the the content, the people who have been inter uh, engaging in the page uh, in only two weeks. So talk to us about how that experience has gone and you know what you guys uh, what you have coming up. Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely excited for what we could do with that page because the future of gambling is is kind of like limitless right now. Like everyone's getting into it. So I'm definitely excited to see what's going to come with that. I love, you know, people interacting. One of my boys, you know, he put a $25 bet on St. Peter's money line and UNC money line the other day paid out $430. So that was that, that dude, that was so awesome. Like, you know, even though I didn't pick St. Peter's money line, I took him on the points. He said, fuck it. I'm, I'm going to take the money line and Hey, it hit. So, you know, he's like, I, I was trying, I was trying to do 50, but the wife said just 25. So I was like, hey, that, that's cool, man. You, you need someone like that to, to keep you grounded at, at times. So th that's good. I mean, I've gotten a lot of DMs from people just trying, you know, telling me to go against what I said or they're they're fading me or whatnot. And I, I appreciate that, too. Like the more interaction, hey. the better. Okay. Yeah. We, we had a we had a sweep the other day, three and no sweep with, you know, St. Peter's plus 13, Providence plus seven and Miami minus three. So that, that, that was cool. Um we we had a rough last few nights, but hey, that's that's bound to happen. I am uh, in the works with with a Discord uh, page coming up. A lot of people, you know, have have told me to start a Discord, so I sent I sent a few invites to some people. I'm trying to make sure that that's clean, crisp, and just ready to rock before I, I put it out in the public because I I don't want no rickety dickety like trash discord I, you know and and I, i'm glad that i got some experience with with discord in the past like year or so I, i've been on discord a lot just with like nft and, and crypto stuff so i have a good good amount of knowledge with how those run based on just seeing being in i've been in hundreds of discord so i got good knowledge of that i just want to make it a good experience for for everyone not just making a lot of money but just just something that's that's easy to understand and something that that's for everyone. So, you know, just follow us on, on IG bet the four and we'll, we'll be putting some stuff out as well with, you know, enter the lab and be on the lookout for that, for that discord coming soon. Growing that, uh, little, uh, you know, little, little brand brand and yeah, branding. Yeah. Uh, that's why I always, I was telling, I think Bree the other day, it was like, that's why I don't like when we started doing this. That's why I didn't want to, put the word podcast in all of our titles or things like that, like enter the lab podcast, po like put podcast a bunch of way, because I feel like with me and you getting a, you know, a second crack at doing this, you know, rebranding, I wanted to make it a brand and not just a podcast where, you know, you're doing your thing on your side, you know, you, you don't know what 
what things are going to go and, and how far you could take it. So I wanted to make it very vague, better, very general, and then we could shape it throughout time. So I love that you're doing that bet four page, uh, you know, and, and I can already tell how passionate about it you are. Cause you've been hitting <laughs> me with ideas. You know, we had bet the fort on a podcast for over a year and you've said more ideas and texted me more things in the last two weeks than you had in the last year. So that's how I know. Yeah, and, for sure. and that's awesome. I love it. What um, last week, episode 14 nets over Grizzlies L heat over warriors L, L. L. Uh, Celtics over jazz dub two Dumb. and uh, one and two from last week. Uh, obviously you'll continue to do picks every single week on this podcast. So you have it. We'll post it on bet the four and then we'll re uh, repost it on, uh, enter the lab, but do you have any picks uh, for this episode? And then obviously you'll continue to have your daily ones. I like having the episode ones and then the daily ones come whenever you're fucking looking at your shit, trying to uh, win yeah. some money. No picks today, just kind of an off day for me. Weird, weird day, just timing wise and how everything yeah, went. For sure. We're recording this a little earlier than usual. So we were both yep. thrown off today for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I will, if there's some later NBA games tonight, I will post something on, on the story. So just be on the lookout for that. I'll continue to post stuff throughout the week, you know, with March Madness Final Four coming in. We got baseball right around the corner. I'm hyped for that and NBA playoffs. So there, there's a lot of, you know, stuff to make money from. And I, I'm, I'm not the only one doing these picks. I, I go out and, you know, get, get advice from other people and try and make sure that it's, it's a unanimous decision. It's not something that's just coming from me because I don't know a lot about hockey. I don't know a lot about soccer. So if I'm throwing picks out there with, with hockey and soccer, just yeah. know that it's, it's coming from, from a good source. Yeah. And obviously shout out Amanda, right? Amanda Vance. Yep, you, absolutely. You send a little shout out on her stories to talk about that mm -hmm. and that relationship has that evolved. Yeah. She was on the pod of, of you know, about like six months ago, she, she got on here and, you know, helped us out a little bit. It was, we talked a little bit about football, but she, she got her own website. Now she's selling her picks. She's, she's been doing this stuff for a while. She, she knows her, her sports stuff just because she's a female, just because she's a girl doesn't mean she doesn't know what she's talking about. She, she's very involved with sports. She's been involved with sports. It's, it's good. I'm excited for her. And she, she seems to do, be doing pretty well. She, hey, I, I've taken some of her picks and it's, it's like, 70 percent. i'm i'm making money so if you got some extra cash and want to buy some picks from her definitely go on her story and you know on her website and buy some picks love it yeah she's uh she's been you know a friend of the pod since we had her on and always kept in touch and i'm glad you guys can link up maybe you know as you uh as you grow because you're you're just starting off you don't want to get it too far ahead of yourself hopefully we get to build and have her back on um, yeah, she's doing sure. her thing with her new website, which is awesome. And, you know, we try to spread love as much as we can because obviously we want that back, but let's see, that's bet the fort. You'll have picks every day, stories, pay attention. You'll obviously we'll post something for the final four before, um, Saturday with your picks and that, and then obviously leading Absolutely. into that, you'll have some, some cool picks. So, uh, that's it on my end before, uh, you know, shout outs and all that. What what do you have on your end for shout outs before we wrap up episode 16? Uh, shout out Charlie, man. He was, you know, big in that episode mm -hmm. we did last week. I know you kind of touched that in the beginning, but I mean, just for him to take time out of his day, out of his busy schedule, just being a pro athlete and coming on to talk, talk to us for 45 minutes. I know it may not seem like a lot, but 
that was that was good. He's you know he's retweeted it, he's liked it, he's posted us on his stuff, you know. So that that was awesome. That that was a good experience, and we hope to have him on again and wish him nothing but success in you know this coming season and in his career. Yeah, no, that was awesome. Uh, you know, we were hit, we were talking you know forty eight hours uh, every hour because it was the most views we were getting on YouTube. You know, we're we're starting off small, we know that, but yeah. to us it's big because we get to see you know doing episode one and two how it had you know a little bit of momentum and then died down a little bit and then we do something like that. All of a sudden the numbers you know quadruple uh, in one day. We had the most amount of views on YouTube. We had the most amount of again. No, I think episode 14, we said we had eight new subscribers in, in, in a day or two. But then since then, we had, you know, another 20 cents. So it, it's yeah. definitely, yeah, it's definitely grown. It's a work in uh, progress. For sure. <laughs> and it's going to take time. And and that's what I'm excited for. I live for the for the journey and, and watching something grow. I don't I don't want it to go uh, to go fast and, and as far as get out of control. I like the process that we're doing here. So we're just having fun and creating good uh, content. Hopefully you guys like it. Uh, some shout outs um, for me. We welcome last week uh, my second nephew into the world. My sister nice. Raquel gave Let's birth go. to Sebastian. Uh, I'm the godfather to Sebastian, which is awesome. Um, I don't know what I have to do. I Googled what's a godfather. What do they have to do? <laughs> Uh, it's a religious thing, which I'm not religious, so I'll have to create my own way of doing shit. But it just means I'm going to be more responsible, and uh, I'm going to hold him to as high as uh, standard as I as I have held myself to in my life. Which um, sometimes it's a little skewed, you know. Sometimes very low <laughs> with the standard I hold myself to, and then sometimes it's too high. So we'll find that balance with him, but. He's healthy, happy. He's awesome. Uh, can't wait to see him going back to New York. First first week of May, I'm going to try to hang out with him for a week and then go to a couple, uh, go to a Yankee game, go to a Staten Island Ferries game. So have some hey. good fun in, in May while it's getting warmer. And obviously, New York is not locked down. So shout out, baby bash. Uh, Triple H retired. Shout out, he had to retire. Uh, it was big news just because, you know, wrestlers, quote unquote, in the wrestling world, if you're a fan or you're an enthusiast like I am, wrestlers never retire. They just go away for a little <laughs> bit, and then you know they come back when they're 55, it's 60. Whether it's wrestling full time, part time, or you know they never really retire because you always kind of want to come back and you can make a million in a year just from wrestling like two matches or whatever. So he had to officially retire because of uh, heart uh, complications and something that he has a pacemaker uh, now. So. He even said he was like, I definitely am retiring because it wouldn't be smart to go on live TV and that thing buzzes or or something goes wrong. And, you know, it wouldn't be a good look to have a, to go into cardiac arrest live on television. So, uh, yeah, he's doing he's doing big things. He's always been a legend in in the, in, in wrestling. So uh, and speaking of wrestling, WrestleMania weekend tonight, spectacular. Uh, I'm Lee. I'm. Hopping off this episode and watching Raw because I got to watch them. Usually I watch them like with delay, but I, then I can't go on social media. So Monday's Raw and and Friday SmackDown should be fun. Uh, hopefully I have people over for both days. You could turn. Do you have Peacock? Do you do you have uh, that privy to you on the app? No, I, I don't. No. Mm-hmm. See, I'm scared I to. I don't even want to put it out there. I'm scared to do anything with the app because we got rid of Xfinity and we got YouTube TV. And I canceled Xfinity 
and it should have canceled Peacock, and I'm still logged in. I'm still on it. So I'm not Allegedly. logging out. I'm not sharing passwords, so no offense. But I don't hey. want to touch it because the moment something might go wrong, I might lose it forever. And, like, it's not a big deal. It's like $5 a month, $10 a month. But, like, I want to keep that going because I feel like I'm robbing them. As they, yeah. as they robbed me, as they robbed me for about five years having Xfinity. So we're not, we're never going to be even, but yeah, WrestleMania weekend. Um, we have, uh, hopefully somebody hopping on next week, which we need to talk off air for a baseball preview. Um, he has a, a successful podcast and, and channel and he's in the realm of social media. We've been DMing back and forth. Yeah. So hopefully we have a fast, uh, baseball preview because the season starts April 7th. And then we have, um, hopefully we have a guest on to wrap up WrestleMania weekend or week or something like that, just to throw in, but that person could talk about sports and other things that go on in society. But last thing is stickers. We have stickers made for it. Talk about that. You made the stickers, uh, yesterday. Yeah. We're getting the stickers ordered. They're already ordered. Um, that's, we've been talking about that for, for a while now. It's, yeah. it's about time we did it. We got the QR code right on it. So all you gotta do is just open your camera app, put on, put it on there and tap the link. And it's going to pop up our link tree to our YouTube, you know, Apple podcasts, Spotify, bet the fort page, our IG, our Twitter, all that kind of stuff. So it'll just be cool, you know, to have more eyes, you know, just have the pod more accessible. You know, if you like share retweet or whatever, you know, we could probably do sticker giveaways, stuff like that. And just, mm -hmm. you can put it wherever you want or on your MacBook computer, on your car, on your PlayStation, you know, yep, on the back of your phone, whatever. So just to make it easier for people to, you know, see our pod and and see what we talk about on a, on a weekly basis. Yeah, well, uh, we paid for them. We'll give them out for free if you're interested and you see us or or DM us if you want to because you're gonna put it on your laptop or some or somewhere we're not some somebody's not gonna see. We prefer you know the second one or the first one be on you know a public place public bath uh you know bathroom stalls are always a good thing people in the okay. bathroom doing either uh legal activity or e illegal activity you know you pull out your phone you know when you're in there or or any place because i know there was an ad for super bowl which uh that crypto thing that was bouncing around There's the screen. qr code yeah qr code and it didn't have any information about it but it made you pull out your phone and be like all right let me figure out what the fuck this is hopefully yep. with just our logo enter the lab doesn't say podcast doesn't say like anything it just has the QR code. Hopefully enough people are that curious. Logo right hop there. On. Yep. And see it. Right so that'd be fun me. to just uh, track that. Um, we appreciate you for, for doing that. But uh, that's it for, you know, we had a couple of breaking news stories on this. Hey. Uh, Will, Will Smith update, a little uh, NFL update. Awesome. Any last words for you? Bet the fort or fade the fort, <laughs> whatever you want to do. Either way, let's have some fun. Let's do it. All right, brother. That's episode 16, YouTube, Spotify, Apple. No Will Smith Those are our jokes. main things. Uh -huh. <laughs> no more, no Will Smith wife, wife jokes. Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, dude. Chris, shout out Chris Rock. He's got to get some love. Yeah, just real. like we shout can make the jokes. Rock. I was going to, I was going to mention it before, but you don't know what you'll, you'll do when you're in a situation when you're in front of people but not only that in front of live television you're a professional you have to figure out so for people to be like oh, i wouldn't have just eaten that up you're full of shit because you, know you go about. into shock when something like that happens so Jungle. shout out chris rock you know will smith go get yourself checked out whatever right. it is you want 
Episode 16, Elvis Escobar, Fort Sama. Enter the lab, exit the lab. Peace. <laughs>